Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and beautiful Thursday morning. Hope everybody has slept well and doing well and uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and just ready to hit this day a-running. So appreciate you all tuning in and let's get our day started off right. Let's see all we got watching here this morning. Let's see. We got Angel Dixon, Jennifer Honeycutt, Darlene Barker. Uh, let's see, Michelle Fox Harris, Miss Mousy herself. So uh, glad all you wonderful people are watching. I see that there's more than that, but uh, it's all the ones that I can see thus far. And uh, appreciate you taking the time in your this early morning hour to uh, be a part of these devotions. So uh, with that said, let's go ahead and let's do our pledge of allegiance. Stand up here. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, praise the Lord for that. We get to say it, pledge each and every day. You know, I think one of the things that uh, is printing is that is preventing uh, the destruction of our nation. You can agree, we can agree to disagree or whatever, but uh, I think that our support for Israel, at least up to this point, is really what has helped prevent things being as bad as they could be in this nation. Uh, with that said, it's amazing that here Biden of Jewish descent, uh, how he won't take a stand, a uh, true stand for Israel. Uh, in fact, uh, I don't know if I ever pronounced her name right or not, but Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot, however you say, that played Wonder Woman. Uh, see, the, the cancel culture is after her. And I remember she is from Israel. She served in the Israeli army. And really, I read her, her, her tweet. She, all she's doing is calling for peace. And, and you know, and, uh, and I think she might have said something a little more leaning towards pro-Israel. And now the cancel culture wants to... Uh, demonize her uh, and push her out of Hollywood and uh, uh, Pascal, the guy that plays the Mandalorian, because he sent support for her. They want to cancel him, too. Uh, of course, you know, they already canceled uh, Gina Carrero, uh, who has uh, uh, done a lot of movies uh, because of her conservative standpoints. And it's just, uh, it's insane. I, I mean, it's pure fascism. That there, we used to have what was known as freedom of speech. And uh, if you didn't like what somebody else had to say, you can either try to uh, counter-argue the point or remain silent. And uh, I don't know about you, but I was raised with the, you know, if you don't like something, you know, keep your mouth shut and go on. You know, it, uh, it's not always about you. And uh, it's sad to see that we cannot voice opinions and uh, and if it goes against, you know, the, it, it's it's tolerance for everybody but Christians. It's tolerance for everybody but conservatives. It's you know, uh, there is uh, it's insane uh, how we can't say or do anything anymore without the threat of being canceled. And uh, so everybody feels they have to walk on eggshells or tread lightly. In this country, you shouldn't have to do that. We should be able to speak freely. And uh, and I may not always agree with something you say. You may not always agree with something I say. But hey, we can still get along and work things out. But this cancel culture thing is getting out of hand. Uh, it's, it's going to get to the point where we're going to have public stonings, you know. We've already seen um, during the uh, uh, Trump campaign uh, in uh, 2016 uh, how the supporters were, were being pushed up against buildings, being egged, stuff thrown at them and attacked. And uh, I just I think it's a, you know, a, 
I think that's what we're coming to. If somebody don't agree with what you're saying, I can see physical attacks. But the thing of it is, they're cowards. They won't do it one-on-one. They'll do it in a pack uh, so they can feel superior. But uh, uh, we're, we're, we're on dangerous territory, guys, where you can't speak freely about things without the threat or receiving threats, I guess I should say, uh, from individuals who do not agree uh, with your sensibilities and or convictions. So it's... Uh, Terrible thing, and I think for Christians, it's going to make things that much harder. My verse this morning is Galatians chapter 3, verse 26. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. You know, last night, uh, one of the things we were talking about was uh, uh, very scriptures that are very hard uh, to understand and how easily things can be twisted. And a lot of uh, pastors who do not have had the proper education uh, and, and I know some people uh, may not agree that a pastor should have an education. Uh, I know if that's the way you feel, then the next time you have to have open heart surgery, say, you know, it doesn't matter if that guy went to uh, to college or not, I have trust in him. <laughs> I don't know about you. I want the guy that went to school, knows what he's talking about before he cuts me open. We're dealing with things that are the eternal. And, uh, you know, I think education is just as much uh, important as any other profession uh, to make sure we're steering people in the right direction because we are dealing with where people will be spending all of eternity. For example, this verse here could be construed as, uh, uh, well, you could be twisted very easily, I guess I'm trying to get out here. For you all children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. So, does that mean that we're all children of God? All of us are uh, are God's children. Is that what that's saying? I mean, on the surface, you say, yes, that's exactly what that's saying. No, that is not what that's saying. The All the people who are the children of God are those who have made a profession of faith, accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. Those are the children of God. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, guess what? Your father's the devil. But see, you look at, uh, at um, liberal thinking and there there are uh, commentaries and uh, uh, within the christian community that are very liberal in their uh, theological standpoint and then you have a political ideology of liberalism and they they may push this false sense of we're all children of god uh, god is love we're just supposed to love everybody you know um we are to show compassion love to all people yes but god does not God does not condone sin. You know, I've uh, been trying to uh, uh, study the TikTok thing. Still don't really get it. I think it's really stupid if you're into it. More power to you. And I'm trying to understand how it works. Because I, I just I've never fooled with it before. And I'm trying to think of a way to use it to get the word of God out. There's some pretty godless, nasty, evil, disgusting things on that on that TikTok, and uh, it amazes me the individuals who have put on there. God made me gay. God made me transgender. God, I don't. It's not what happened. You have a choice. You decide what you want to do. If you want to believe the lie of the world and think that being a pansexual or some other, well, I don't know. You know, like they had. I was trying to read something that popped up uh, earlier. Says something about Demi Lovato talking about uh, about sexuality. I don't know. I'm so sick of this crap. I'll be honest with you. I am sick of it. 
you know, it's it, you're either born male or you're born female, and that's of God. If anything else, you think you're anything else than that, then you believe the lie of the world, believe the lie of the devil, and uh, you may say, well, you don't understand. It's, it's not a choice. Well, no, you, I'm not trying to be nasty or mean, but it's just the fact that you decide. You know, like, like I said before, I know I say it's kind of tongue-in-cheek, but you decide who you have sex with or the lack thereof. You don't have to have sex with anybody. Nobody's ever died from a lack of sex. But here's the thing, though. You make that choice, and even if you are predisposed to that kind of uh, inclination, then uh, you know you it doesn't make it right. Uh, just because I may be a person may be dis predisposed to steal, to kill. You know we have laws against those things because they are morally, ethically wrong. Same thing with with these alternative lifestyles who want to say God, we're all God's children. No, if your father's not God, guess what? Your father is the devil. So, you know, you have to make sure that, you know, once you give your, your place to God, you're not twisting scripture to condone what you want to justify sin. And whether gay or straight, that's what a lot of people do. They want to twist God's word around to condone and justify what they want to do. And that's not how God's word works. The cross is offensive. And there's going to be things the Bible people don't agree with. And it's going to shine light in a world of darkness. When you shine that light in dark, guess what? Them bugs are going to flee. And that's exactly what happens. When you shine that light in that darkness, they don't like it. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to listen to it. They don't see it. Oh, you're a uh, you you are Jesus freak. You're a fundamentalist. Uh, you're a bigot. You're a hate fellow. They want to throw all the, the terms out there to try to uh, distract you from the topic at hand or whatever it is because uh, they don't want to be confronted with the truth of God. And we have to reflect that. If our Father is God, then let's make sure we're reflecting that in our lives. Yes, I do not agree with the, the this LGBTQ agenda. I do not agree with this, this fascism, this Marxism that we're seeing going on in our country, this cancel culture. I, I don't, you know, it, it angers me. It upsets me. But on an individual basis, you know, I want to open up that line of communication. I want to talk to these individuals. I want to show them the love of Jesus Christ. Why? Because my my Father is God. And if I my Father is God, then I should be reflecting the those things toward those around me that I may not agree with, but if I can show them Jesus, if I can show them the way, maybe I can show them the way to salvation, and that's what you've got to do. You are a reflection of who your father is, and if your father is not of God, it is the devil, and you're going to reflect those things of the devil. That's why as Christians, we have to reflect those things of Christ. We have to speak the truth in love, and we have to talk to people. When you get on Facebook, and you're on there, and you're bashing everything and everybody you don't agree with, that's not going to draw them to the Lord. At the same time, you know, a lot of people, they confuse, well, I don't want to bash, so they start compromising on their convictions as a Christian. And when it comes to uh, sin-filled lifestyles, whatever it may be, or whatever the, you know, anything that's contradictory to the Word of God, because they, they go to the opposite end of that spectrum and, and say, well, I don't want to offend, and, and I just want to love. Well, you know, you're not showing love, you know, just like... Um, an enabler, you know, if somebody's a drug addict, an alcoholic, if you, you know, that's not showing love if you're enabling them, if you're coddling them, if you're not making them get the help that they need. They need intense therapy. They need intense counseling. Uh, they need uh, to meet in groups. I mean, there's pro a process that has to happen. You just don't wake up one day and say, eh, I'm not going to do drugs no more. It don't work that way. It's an addiction. You can't just shut it off that quick. It's a process and it takes time. And through God's words, you can overcome that addiction. 
And that's what we, you know, as Christians, we have got to show people the way and speak that truth and love. And then once they come to know Jesus Christ, their personal Lord and Savior, that's when that regeneration happens. That's when that change begins. And that's that, the way of thinking, the way of looking, and the way of perceiving all fundamentally changes because now you're looking through new eyes. You're looking through a new heart. You're looking through a new lens, the things of Christ, when you come to know Lord as your, uh, Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. So, you know, these people are sick uh, that are in the world, obviously. Uh, but they are sick mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And as a, as a child of God, we've got to be that light in the world of darkness. We've, you never know who's watching. And you've heard this before, and it may, it may even sound a little cliche, that, um, you know, you are the only Bible that some people will ever read. That You never know who's watching you. Uh, you know, it's um, like I was talking about last night. If you watched last night's message, uh, the uh, individual I was talking with, he said, yeah, he's spotted some pastors in some uh, pretty bad places who didn't think nobody knew who they were and was watching. And uh, I said, yeah, I said, you never know. I said, uh, just like a case in point, uh, my dad, um, he went to Myrtle Beach and uh, he is of portly stature as I as myself. Uh, <laughs> And uh, yeah, I'm like him. I don't like to take my shirt off in front of people. And uh, so he thought he's at Myrtle Beach, didn't know nobody. Thought he could take his shirt off and kind of relax a little bit in the sun. And as soon as he took his shirt off, he heard somebody scream out, Vic Young. And he turns around, somebody he knew from Johnson City, Tennessee, might even been somebody he went to school with. You know, of all the places and that one specific beach, and, you know, he runs into somebody. You see, you never know who's watching. You think you're all alone. You are out of state. Don't think nobody knows who you are. You never know. Say, oh, guess what? I saw uh, uh, Mousy out uh, 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 selling drugs. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. Or I saw Jennifer Honeycutt out there uh, uh, flipping people the bird, and then she invited him to church. You know, <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying. You never know who's uh, who's who's watching uh, your actions, and what you're doing. And I have to be particularly careful not to lose my temper in situations because where I'm. Dad and I do devotions, and a lot of people know who I am, you know, just like I went to the funeral home Friday. I didn't know who this guy was. He said, and I was part of his dad's motorcycle. I said, yeah, so my dad's back. I goes, yo, I know. I know who you are. And I was like, you know, so you never know. You, know, you don't know who knows who you are, especially with social media now. But uh, so don't forget about that. Don't forget that uh, Jennifer said it might happen. <laughs> It might. So if you see a bright red Mustang going through there and somebody giving you the California howdy, it's Jennifer. So, <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, so let's be, remember who our father is. And you are a new person, a new creation. And uh, don't forget who you represent, that you, we are ambassadors, ambassadors for Christ. And uh, so we're not all children of God. That's only exclusive. You know, uh, you, you, have, you hear that. That word exclusive and inclusive, and everybody has to be inclusive, you know, just like uh, uh, the um, mayor, she looks like a bug in Chicago. That's the weirdest looking human being I've seen in my life, and and she literally is only doing things based on color. I, I just, you know, we've come so far as a nation, you know, and, and, and so why well, go back to that? It should be your merit what have you earned what have you done it doesn't matter if you are what color you are if you're qualified for the job you put in the time to earn that position you should get it color is irrelevant uh but it, it we've come back to this uh uh fact of, of looking on the outward appearance and it, it, it is uh 
uh, nauseating, uh, to say the least, that people have circled back to that. Uh, it should, we should be based on what, uh, uh, you know, if you went to school or learned or trained, that, that's what you should be uh, hired at. It's, it's a crying shame uh, that, uh, that we're going back down this road again. And it's just pure racism. That's just all it is, is pure racism. And so uh, I just, my mind just went completely blank where I was going with that, and uh, I don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> there was a reason why I brought that up, and uh, uh, where was I going with that? My mind just went completely blank on me. Uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> where was I going with that? It's driving me crazy now. Um, I lost my train of thought. Hold on, let me think a second here and see. I don't know. I don't know where I was going. I had something I was going with on that and don't remember. But anyway, uh, realize who you are and, uh, and make sure that you are representing, uh, Christ in an appropriate way in a world that is unforgiving, unrelentless, that's hate filled. Uh, and it's only going to be harder on us as Christians, but we've got to stay on our ground. We have to persevere and we have to keep pushing forward. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you for this uh, this time this morning to be able to spread the gospel message. Uh, Lord, help us every day to remember who our Father is and that we represent you in a way that is honoring and pleasing to you. And Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead and God, protect us this day. And Lord, I just pray that uh, uh, you'll be with each and every person watching this morning, that you'll watch over and protect them and guide them. Uh, you know their hearts and minds, their needs and wants. And Lord, uh, let your will be done in those situations. I do pray for our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, and Wendy Lee, and Ginger Hood. And Lord, I pray for Roger Winters. Uh, Lord, I pray for Ron Thompson and James Vanover. Lord, I just pray that you be with, uh, with us all and let us be this light in the world of darkness and serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I'm sorry I uh, I, I messed up uh, at the end there. I had something I was really going towards, and my mind just went out the window. So but, uh, just remember, where Facebook's giving me a lot of trouble, cancel culture, uh, you can always watch on our website at flbconline.com, morning devotions or morning or evening services. Just go there if you can't get it on Facebook. A lot of people, I can't find it, I can't find it. Just go to the website. Don't even worry about it. Just go to the website. And if it's messed up, then come back to my personal Facebook. And I'll try to my best to get it out there some way, shape, form, or fashion. And uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Dark Young Chronicles podcast, Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only. You can listen to all the uh, daily devotions as you're going out and about your day. Well, my friends, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.